Welcome to the Burned Out Preacher Podcast, where we have frank discussions weekly on ministry struggles and how many of us in the ministry have gone from overwhelmed and exhausted to calm and equipped leaders who love being in ministry. I am your host, Monique Addison Stinson, Burnout Prevention Coach for Ministry Leaders. Are you ready to overcome burnout? If your answer is yes, then keep listening. Hello and welcome back to the Burned Out Preacher Podcast. I am your host, Monique Addison Stinson, a burnout prevention coach for ministry leaders. And I help burned out, exhausted, and overwhelmed ministry leaders become calm and equipped leaders who actually love being in ministry. And today we have a local celebrity. Oh, no. We have a local celebrity in the house, and I'm just going to let him introduce himself, sir. Go right ahead and introduce yourself. Hello. Greetings, everyone. I am Pastor Larry Watson, Jr., Pastor of English Church here in Pensacola, Florida. I don't know about the celebrity title, but just uh, just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody, you know. <laughs> All right, now. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in Pensacola knows who Pastor Watson is. So we are just, uh, I'm just very excited to have you on. I appreciate you accepting the invite to come on and talk about ministry burnout. So we'll just start off. We'll just start off talking about what does ministry burnout mean to you? First of all, I got I to gotta tell you that I appreciate you choosing me out of the vast amount of uh <laughs> have asked i am totally honored uh to be a part of the podcast uh today um ministry burnout i would say man to be holistically empty Mm, i like that definition yeah (laughs) i need to sit with that one (laughs) holistically empty Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. deep. You start yeah, off deep. It's, yeah, it's it's vast too. So we're gonna have to we have to we have to really uh, let's, dive. Listen, let's pull back the onion on that one. So so elaborate if you will, sir. So so I've you know I've this this year I will be uh 22, 22 years in ministry. I know I look young, but I uh you know and I'm I'm the I'm the son of a pastor, so I'm a PK. My grandfather was a pastor, man. So when it comes to like church, um inside and out like i've it's been my life like you know um you know but i i'm growing to a place uh where uh i believe it's in first john where it talks about uh him wanting you to prosper even as your soul prospers prospers, yeah in health even as your soul prospers yeah 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 but it's it's like these it's like we've mastered uh you know building people spiritually but there's so many other facets to life that, you know, you need healthy in, like, you know what I mean? And so um, I, I think ministry burnout, it, as we kind of dive into this, uh, I think that in experiencing watching my dad and my granddad, uh, sometimes, man, you could be so in on ministry that your, your children uh, are in a deficit. Your marriage is in a deficit. Your health is in a deficit. Your uh, you're because you're you're giving so much, you're pouring so much, to the point to where 
nobody's pouring into you. Eventually, you, you're going to pour out, like, you know what I mean, to the point to where you don't have anything to give. And um, that's that's the danger zone. Yeah. Uh, that holistic me is like, wow, I'm just, I'm burnt out because I've been given so much. And there's so many layers to this thing yeah. that I that we yeah. talk about. Um, because not just, uh, I'm, I'm thinking even now, like, you know, one of the things is like, um, when you, when you give of yourself, uh, to, to the point to where you you, you become empty. Um, uh, but sometimes, man, a lot of times burnout has to do with the preacher, the pastor doing everything and just doing too much, you know, like with me being a PK, like there's nothing in the church that I probably can't do. I've, I've swept the church clean the church. I can work the sound system. I can play an instrument. I can, you know, I can burn the CDs. I can, I can record the CDs. You know, we could do evangelism. We could do car washes, whatever, like, you know, and that's all fine and dandy. But if you're not careful, you'll be wired to, to feel like you have to do all of that, you know, on, and, and, and a lot, a lot of times it comes from you seeing your pastor or you seeing your, your, you know, your, your dad doing it all. Like, you know, um, we, you know, our, our church owns some real estate in uh, around our church, man. And sometimes when the when the houses would go down, guess who would be the one that's fixing them? Like my dad. Like it was just you know. <laughs> so I can speak to this burnout from a lot, yeah. uh, a lot of perspectives, and, and and we'll crack it open today. We'll, we'll dig yeah. deep. Oh my goodness, you hit on so so much. Um, I had the opportunity to um, have uh, Dr. Lamar Staples on. And I was, I was like, how did we get here? You know, because I grew up in the church and been in, been in various ministries, if you will, for over 20 years. And yeah. none of this was talked about. Health wasn't <laughs> talked about. <laughs> Being tired. How dare you be tired? How right. can you be tired? God didn't give up on you. You're going to give up on God. You know, you would hear that type of conviction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. And yeah. I was asking um, Pastor Staples, how did we get here? And um, I was asking him for, you know, how it's, it seems like it's partly the congregation's fault for putting pastors on this pedestal and putting, you know, idolizing and worshiping the pastor um and it just seemed like we did that and i asked him how can, how can we help and he said to develop your own relationship with god what are, what are some things that the congregation can do to help you prevent mm -hmm. burnout <laughs> you know I, um jethro that came to moses and was was pleading with him that hey man if you don't if you don't learn to delegate man you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna kill yourself bro you can't no. And not at all. And I think when you when you look at uh, when you look at shepherding or just from a standpoint of being the under shepherd, uh, I think that sometimes, man, we don't really realize that God has given us uh, He's given us help, like you know. And so, but I've learned though, if um, potential isn't realized until you put a demand on it, mm. and so continue to do if I if I continue to cut your grass for you <laughs> you're going to continue oh, to let me right you know he don't ask for no water or anything you know and so you know grandma said closed mouth don't don't get fed like it's, yeah. it's like you know like 
the level of ministry that we need to that we need to do like you know it's going to take the body and that's that's kind of like where i've um i've i've kind of situated like i understand that the placement where i am is more so the brain um i was just thinking about on the way here like I'm steering my car. I'm using my my brain is calculating all of this, you know, how far, how fast, and all that. But it was my hand that was that was guiding the steering wheel. My forearm was studying my hand, you know, my bicep. You know? Um, but the the brain has this calculation, like the foresight, like you know where we're going. But it's the body that executes the command, like you know. And so, if if I don't have a body, like a a, a headless body, you know, uh, you know, it's, it it really can't function. And so. I think kind of getting that in place to kind of like I had to really like reset myself, reset the way that I think, because I was becoming my dad. I I mean, and I, I was beginning to pray like I want to every flaw that he had. I think that he he failed in those areas so so that I wouldn't have to fail. Like I would be foolish to fall in the same areas or because sometimes though that could be holy like that could be. Oh, in your mind, like, man, I'm I'm on the battlefield fighting for the Lord. And I promise him I would serve him until I die. I would. <laughs> right, right. Everything. You know what I mean? And I, I don't I don't think that's what he intended. Like this okay. this the uh, when you think about it, it every every part is working harmoniously, but no no part is overextended. Like you know what I mean? And so yeah. I think it goes, it kind of goes to that. Like me, you us just kind of resetting. And getting the body to understand that it, that that alone that it's the body, and in order for us to be most effective, everybody's just going to have to play their part. It can't be solely on the head because the head can only do so much. But but the the head is for him to calculate, think, cast vision. You know he needs to be in that place. But if he's out of place, he can't do that effectively. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and I like that analogy of the physical body as well <clears throat> because. <laughs> Um, the body is constant, the physical body is constantly searching for homeostasis, so balance. Right. And if, if something is out of balance, mm -hmm. the body isn't going to function properly. And so right. that's kind of what we're dealing with in the church and where um, God called me to do this. I did not, <laughs> I did no, not want to do this. It's so needed. Like I, I really, I'm praying even now, like man, that God really expands your territory, man. Because I, I talk to brothers daily, man, that are so out of balance that it's just, it's unbelievable. Like you know what I mean. And so, thank uh, you for that. I thank you for for being obedient to the call and seeing the need. Uh, because if we don't get a grasp on it, man, we're gonna lose a lot of good brothers and sisters, man, as it pertains to ministry, yeah. man. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's what happened. I kept seeing these stories um, of pastors committing suicide and pastors quitting the church. And then, like I said, I've been in ministry for over 20 years. So I grew up in church and I just saw us getting sicker and sicker and the pastors were sick. And I'm like, I don't think this is <laughs> yeah, what yeah. we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, you know, something yeah. needed to change. And I remember um, I had another guest, Dr. Um, Addison Kennedy, and I think he said someone else told him this. And I've heard it before, but it was a good reminder is that Jesus already died for the church. We don't have to do that. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. <laughs> right. We don't have to do that. We weren't called to do that. Right. Um, and so we need to get our stuff together and get it in order. So um, 
Thank you so much for sharing. I want to talk about, because you are a PK. Yeah. And you, you said a few things that um, <laughs> I've been hearing, you know, I've been hearing that. And I think Pastor um, Lamar Staples mentioned this as well, because his uh, father is a bishop. And same thing, um, he heard and saw and, and witnessed the 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 past generation um basically killed themselves in church i mean they was just at church constantly right and i am seeing that when i talk to younger pastors they're like uh-uh that's not gonna happen to me so right. tell me a little bit about your experience um as a pk what you saw in terms of ministry you touched on it a little bit earlier but i just want you to elaborate a little more and then what are some things you're doing differently now to prevent burnout? Yeah, so um, I would say, man, like kind of that, I, I said it eventually, like it's like it's like wherever somebody wouldn't do, uh, he would do, which is which is which is a mark of a good leader. I think that the sheep should see that right. you have the heart to, it, you know, just sit in, sit in the bishop's seat, but you'll really get in the trenches when need be. But it's dangerous when you stay in the trenches. Like, you know, like I'm 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 here. I've stepped out of my role. I kind of give this analogy. Uh if you ever watch a band, uh the drum major or the person that's uh that's the marching band. Mm -hmm. That's it. Or the conductor, you know what I mean? Right, right. The conductor, uh, the band really can't start unless the conductor counts it off. You know what yep. I mean? But if you notice, there's this beautiful sound that comes from the marching band of the symphony, but the conductor is not playing any instrument. He doesn't have a flute, clarinet, violin. He doesn't have anything. He doesn't have any of the, those instruments, right. but he, he's controlling uh, the flow. And like each section has a, probably like a section leader, like, you know, yep. um, and a lot, it might be a lot of input that goes on in practice, but when people see the halftime show or they see uh, the recital or, or the concert, um, they don't know the work that's put in. They just see the master, uh, you know, but just imagine if he if he stopped doing his job to say, hey, man, let me go handle this trumpet part. Like, you know, he's out of place. Like, you know, right. he's out of now the whole the whole band is needing his direction. You know what I mean? But he's out of place now because he's playing the trumpet part too long now it's okay if i'm in practice i'm gonna show you you know this right. is you know what's supposed to go the crescendo does this or whatever but i can't stay there because i'm holding up the progress of the whole band and so many times that's so good pastors find themselves man in the section when they need to be up front man directing like you know and mm -hmm. so you know what I mean? like it's <laughs> i have never heard that analogy that is so good <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. Yeah, I, I, mm, that's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot to. It looks easy. It looks right. easy. You know, I cannot play and direct at the same time. I can't you do can't. it. Mm -mm. And, and think that, I think that's the reality that they have to know. Like you know, like if you continue to do and not put a demand, you know, a lot of good work comes from good teaching. Like you know, but right. then then to practical application like you know so we're going to move from it to application and i'll walk with you through 
you know, learning the, you know, but after a while you got to catch it. Like, you know, we'll, we'll go fishing a couple of times, but after a while you should learn how to bait your hook and you should learn the process of how we fish. Like, you know, this is what it is. I, I shouldn't stay in that place, especially if I'm the captain, right. like, you know, I'm gonna put oh. you on the, I need the, I need the crew to catch the fish. Right, <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. That is so, so good. And I, you know, maybe because I have a, a you know, I was in Barcher Band, I love music. So maybe that one, that one just really hit home with me because, oh, I forgot you sing too. Yeah, 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 I do. I do. I forgot I do. that. Yeah. But yeah, that really, really hit home because even with, you know, that analogy, if the conductor is off the mark, like, I mean, you're, you're just, <laughs> you are right. And there's not, it, when, whenever the conductor is conducting and all the band players or musicians are hitting their notes, it is a beautiful sound. Most definitely. You most get definitely. the most beautiful harmony out of that. That's right. That's right. The conductor, like you said, is over there trying to play the trumpet. Right. It's just chaos. It's a bunch of it's just a bunch of noise. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the whole that's the part. Whenever if the pastor's down, the band is down. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like it's like you he of, of course you want him to step down and he's concerned about because he wants the masterpiece to be played beautifully. Right. But if I stay in the section too long, man, like it's I'm messing because the ultimate, ultimately, I mean, we could really go deep in this, man. Ultimately, if we give a a uh, if we give a beautiful performance, it affects the crowd, right? Right. And, you know what I mean? And so, if if we're doing ministry in a beautiful way as it was intended, then we we affect the harvest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a bigger way, like you know, in a bigger way, like you know, and it's and they, I think that they pay attention to it being done, and they. Oh, let's let's go to the next subject. <laughs> That's just good though. That is just so so yeah. good. I'm yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I'm used, I'm stealing that one. I'm gonna just tell you right now. <laughs> of course. It's yours. It's yours. If it can be helpful. I mean, I feel like it would. And like I said, maybe because I, I love music and uh, used to play in, in marching band, um, that might be why, but that just really hit home for me. Um, yeah. So so what are you doing differently? Are you being more, you, you're realizing that you need to be more of the conductor and I don't yeah. be playing, so I used to play tenor sax. So, you know, you realize you can't play tenor sax. Is right. that what <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, so I think for me, um, I intentionally because there's something in me I think genetically that's just like the problem solver, right? But then there's there's a there's a part of me that says, um, and I, I'm one. I'm, I'm the type of person, man. I'm gonna tell you if if I put my mind to figure it out, I'm gonna figure it out. It don't matter what it is. If it's a right. if it's R, if it's whatever, like whatever it's like. Same. Done. But the problem with that is, is that I got to know where, where my time is most effective. Could I, could I put an engine in the car? Yeah. Could I paint a house? Yeah. Could I, yeah, I could, but 
for what God has called me to do, for what I'm made to do, I got to make sure that I'm maximizing my my time where I can be most effective, right. you know. And so I think one of the things that I, I did, like my like my dad was that guy, like he'll fix it, man. Somebody could call. He'll, I mean, literally, he'll come change a tire. He would do all of that, man. But and people loved him for that, you know. It came past the anniversary, man. I remember the time when Pastor yeah. I broke down. Find an answer, then Pastor Tim changed my tire for me, and this and that. You know, I mean, it's it's good acc accolades, man. But like I said, if you keep doing that, it becomes expected, like you supposed right. to do, because he's the servant. Like he's right. supposed to do. You know, I'm I'm supposed to be feeding and teaching, like is what what I'm really supposed to be doing. Amen. And so what, I, what I've done is is spent more time with that developing leaders. It's kind of like. I, I want to create a pipeline of leaders, man, that that I can pour my heart into um, that I might have to get in and, and and show them how to do it. But it's not my intention to keep doing it. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's my intention to kind of hold them accountable uh, to a level of excellence and uh, and kind of move on to kind of keep pumping out leaders, keep pumping. It, because I think the more leaders you have. Even if one falls or if one leaves or whatever, man, you have just a plethora of leadership leaders to pull from. And I've learned that a leader, you know how some people say like, well, I'm just called to like kid ministry. I'm, I've learned that a leader, if they're a good leader, man, they can almost be placed. And when it comes to church, they can almost be placed anywhere. Like, you know, Absolutely. if they have quality, like, you know what I mean? Like, and so, and even if it's not a long time, if, they, if they're not, if, they're, if, if it's temporary, if they have, just have to hold it up temporarily, if they have um, the, 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 the good, uh, structure and the substance of a good leader, they can carry that thing. And so yeah. I kind of just kind of wired myself to like, to, for them to know, like I purposely step off so that they can step up. Mm. I, I purposely do it. Like, you know, and so, and I don't want them to get into the man say, well, the reason it failed because pastor didn't do it. Because if you keep doing it, if it falls, if it fails, it's the Yo pastor. Mm -hmm. No, mm -mm. Mm -hmm. this is this is another thing that 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 worked for me too is like exposing who the leaders are to the flock like if this person is over uh, the mission and outreach i'm gonna put a picture you're gonna have a picture i want i want a picture in the hallway right right <laughs> when there's an announcement like i want you to give them i'm not I, I want if it's if you're the the head of the lead of that ministry people need to associate yeah. that ministry with your face like right. You know, because oftentimes they just anything ministry is pastor, anything in yeah. it, usher, pastor, deacon, yeah. pastor, uh, <laughs> yeah. pastor, car wash, pastor, everything, everything, pastor, 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 like, you know, and it's easy to sink into that. You know, it's easy to start just kind of thinking like, hey, I just want to just win the win the people of this and that, though. And I've learned this. I think this is this is what settled me into this, um, the, the mindset that I'm in. I've watched pastors die. In in three weeks, the church have another pastor, and it's it's uh, even though he did all that great work, you know, he changed tires, he painted houses, he, <laughs> yep. he he did he did the youth trips, he did you know revive, he did all that, mm -hmm. all of that work, man. Sometimes, man, they don't even they don't even care for your uh for your spouse, like you know, right. <laughs> you know, um, and so I think from from that. This is like a whole nother, whole nother level of conversation, man. Right. It's like when you, it's it's one thing to hurt when um, when people are are 
scandalizing you or talking about you or saying what you're not doing. But it's another level of hurt when you're doing everything and you don't have any help. Yes. Yes. This this hits on like so many levels, man. Like I'm going through this with my family if I'm being transparent. My my grandmother ill. She passed away when she was like 100. Uh, There was some siblings that lived in the town where she lived. And so everybody was kind of scattered around the United States because the ones that were close to her, the ones that were close to her were the ones that were really caring for her. Mm -hmm. Um, It almost seemed like the ones that were far away, like they didn't care. They just had lives and families, you know, uh, you know, and you know, you know, all of us can beat ourselves down. Could we do better with our parents? Yay, nay. Man, my grandmother passed away, man. And, you know, my when she was alive, like my family was so close, man, because she was like the glue. Yeah, man. But when you when people are overexerted and they they've done. They've worked to the max of their capacity. Yeah. It does something to your soul, man. Yeah. Like it does something to who you are. Like I got, and, and in my family, like these are blood siblings that yeah. probably won't talk. You know, you know, they, the next time we probably talk is at a funeral. Yeah. I'm praying for them. And I never would imagine this, but it, it speaks to what I'm talking to now. It's the yeah. same thing that family could happen to a pastor. When you yeah. work so hard and nobody helps and you feel like you don't have any backing, man, it does something to your to your to your inner man. Like, you know, like in that we it's one thing to deal with like gossip and you know, right. stuff like that. But now nah, when you've done all you can and you've done and you and you look back and there's nobody helping, man, like that right there, man. Yeah. <laughs> you, get, you get to a state of bitterness. And right. I, I've experienced that, you know, with uh with family and ministry, man. Like you just become bitter to your point. Your sermons are not even speaking to faith. You speaking to what you're feeling. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not speaking to what, you know, I'm not trying to speak a word of faith. Like I'm 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 speaking some word of like y'all need to tighten up because you yeah. know what I mean? And you yep. start to feel the the strain of being stressed and burnt out in the sermon. Yeah. In the, in the yeah. family. In the, you know what I mean? And so that's why I'm saying what you're doing is so imperative, man, because man, like it's a tough, it's a tough job, but I think it has a lot to do with with balance. Um, and I think for me, uh one one of the one of the best things that helped me was um genesis god creates the family acts god creates the church he creates the family before he creates the church oh come on so, listen there's so many pastors that need to hear that <laughs> and so for me mm. you know what my one priority is my family i i try not to miss none of my son's games Absolutely. you know his recitals his christmas play whatever it is like He's my priority. Like, you know, if my wife got something on, my, my baby girl, I mean, their priority. Because I'm learning, man, that the execution of your of your first church, which is your family, your family. Mm-hmm. it bleeds over into, into God's church. And if you can manage your home right, then you'll probably be effective uh, when it comes to God's church. Because because you you'll you'll preach those same principles to your parishioners. Like <laughs> you know what? You better. Go ahead, preach. I'm just gonna sit on back. Go ahead. Cause no, I'm, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is 
I know, I know a ton of pastors who need to hear that. They needed wow. that word. Wow. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. He shows us the model. Like it's, yeah. it's clear as day. Like it's clear as day. But we could be so caught up, man, you know, and trying to have a have a you know a, a magnificent, uh, powerful anointed ministry at church that appears anointed. Yeah, that appears anointed, but house is a mess, man. Right. You know. You right. Know? But but that glory, I'm 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 learning, man. That you know, just like we we represent God's glory, the glory of God, like His, his goodness and His grace, and you know, it kind of His glory is shown through <laughs> through us. I'm learning that, man. Like, if I'm an effective father, then then my effectiveness, my glory is my son, like you know, and my daughter or my wife, like you know what I mean. Like, you'll see, exactly. you'll see my effectiveness in my in my family. You know what I mean. And and, and so, if you put if 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 I'm the head and that's the type of model that I show as the head, that trickles down to. I don't want, because what happens is the pastor is surrounded by people who have that same mentality. Man, church, we got to just get to church. We got to just, you know, the church, the church. And then you, you got people around you that are imbalanced. Right. And then so now the church is at the forefront of their, uh, their lives too. And so now the pastor, because that's where he is, that's where they are. And then, so now you got, you got families that these families come to church and, right. you know, they all this work, you know, to, to build the church. But you know, the wife's in there like, man, I can't stand the church because the church right. kids can't stand the church. Kids are like, when I grow up, I'm never going to church. Yeah. My dad never took me fishing. My daddy right. never been always at church. And that takes a toll, man. It takes a toll. Like, it does. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know where to begin now because you just hit on so much. I do I, I, I'm sorry. No, uh, so you mentioned, I know exactly what I want to talk about. You mentioned um, developing leaders. And I've been having this conversation <clears throat> with several of my guests. So my corporate background is human resources. And I one of my jobs was to always um, train my managers and my leaders to develop or to have a succession plan. Right. What are you doing um, exactly to develop and train your leaders? How does that, what does that look like? Listen, ministry is already chaotic enough. Now the stress is catching up with you and you're gaining weight. You're desperate. So you Googled how to lose weight. And you keep hearing or seeing that you need to eat clean to get started, but you don't know what the heck that means. Well, I got you. Since the number one question I get is, what does eating clean even mean? I created a seven-day clean eating challenge just for you. Oh, and it's free. So just click the link in the description to join the free clean eating challenge today. Yeah, so it's uh, it's like a hands-on, hands-on process, man. One of my one of my mentors, uh, he lives by this uh, motto that there's no true su true success without succession. Um, and so 
there's a great void that if if I have not poured my heart, my spirit, my experience into uh, the person that will succeed me. A lot of churches are going through this now, man. The pastors die and the church dies because he didn't he didn't pour. He didn't have a plan of succession. And so, uh, you know, I'm even like, man, I got some people, man, that might have served in, in, uh, in a deacon ministry for 32 years. Like, you know, they got a you know, they got the title. But I don't know how effective they was. It's like everything else expires except church titles. Right. <laughs> milk, milk expires and everything. But and it's not even it's like I want the best you. And so if that means that you're gonna serve for two years and you're gonna move on to another ministry, then 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 that's great. But I want I want the best uh that I can get, you know, and I don't want you to burn yourself out because you're not gonna be effective. You're not gonna do that. And so um I think for me it's like, like putting putting the time in almost like to, almost like discipling people man aside from just like a, oh, a class um but it's like come walk come walk alongside me like you know let me let me show you what my day-to-day -day, uh you know let me let me let me help you see how i think right. um so that you know in the event you know whatever if, if i retire if i if i quit you know if i die whatever happens to me i would hope that i poured enough of me out that somebody can pick the mantle up and then really take it, uh, you know, not really, it not really go down, but they could take it to the next level because they have my heart. Like they have, you know, right. and if you have people around you that have uh, your heart, I mean, I think that's the greatest success, man. I think, yeah. I think even with my dad, like when he retired, man, like what better way, <laughs> you know, even, if, even, even if I wasn't his blood son, like if I was just a spiritual son, like if you were able to hand, uh, the ministry to somebody that you were able to pour into and to impact their life, I think is the ultimate success. That's the ultimate success, man. And so I worry, I look at, I look at ministries, not even now, I mean, I, I even like, you know, ministries I see on TV, I'm just like, I always wonder like, man, what would happen if that person like yeah. <laughs> passed away yeah. or they retired or just something, anything happened like is there like a certain plan of succession? Like, you know, and I think people should have your heart so much that it should be almost evident. Like, right. oh yeah, that's a, that's a son or a daughter of, of, you know, Larry Watson. Like, you know, you, right. they, you know, they got it sent. Like they, they know him, like, you know, and that comes to, and, and I think too, though, when you do that, you kind of make mini me's. Yeah. Uh, and, and then they understand the weight of what you have to carry. And they, it's important to them to help distribute the weight exactly. because they can they can sort of kind of feel what you feel um but just on a on a on a micro level you know what i mean right right absolutely i love that thank you for sharing that now um another thing that i'm trying to um especially with some of my clients some of my uh, clients who are pastors they don't have an assistant right i yeah. mean they're like doing everything they have, yeah i mean it and you have in a sense an assistant um how so was this someone you hired um has she always been the assistant how, how did that work because like i said i have so many um pastors who don't have an assistant yeah so for me um you know i came in and i was i was uh assistant pastor under my dad uh, for a couple years. And then when he retired, I didn't have an assistant. Yeah. Uh, and for some of the administrative work and stuff that needed to be done, 
Um, you got to know your strength too, man. I've learned, man, I'm not a master of everything. Like, you know, I want to stay in my lane, like what I'm strong in. But I think that the, the, the blessing of the body is that there's, there's the strength is in the house. Like you just got to find the strength, like who has, who does, who has mastered this level and kind of put them in, in places. So for me, I, I kind of established that role of an administrator, uh, administrative assistant. That's kind of like a mini me, like in a way, like, you know, uh, she knows my heart, you know, we talk, uh, you know, extensively, uh, once a week, uh, you know, so if, if you're talking to her, she pretty much knows, you know, my vibe, like, okay, pastor's going to expect this A, B, C, and D. Like, you know, I just know it's hard. Like, you know, I, um, I talked to, uh, Miss Margaret, who is the, uh, she, I think she was the administrative assistant at Zion Hope uh, for Pastor Yates. And mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. always, man I thought she was just like thorough but she told me man like the what you what people see now is years of relationship years of me uh really getting to know his fabric and so yeah after like 25 30 years like you know we should it should be some mastery going on that's what what they thought like I know how he wants his correspondences his letters I understand you know, when people ask them to come speak, I, I know exactly how he wants his accommodations to be. I know what he likes to drink. I know right. that. And from the closeness uh, to the pastor. But, you know, a lot of times, man, meetings are good. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes meetings can be a waste of time, especially mm-hmm. when especially when you can kind of you can pop the balloon with your with your assistant like you know right. yeah I, I just don't want to just lollygag for two hours man like you know, what is it that you need like you know because you're taking them away from his study and his time with God and his direction because you know and don't get me wrong if it's if it's important pastor's gonna be there like I'm I'm loving I, I still think I overextend myself sometimes it's because I just love my people um but you know there's certain things that I'm just learning man that's kind of like I'm not going to really say it's petty, but it could be answered with a simple answer, simple yes or no, or uh, because she knows my heart. Exactly. She can give you exactly, this is what Pastor will want you to do. <laughs> right, right. I love that. And you mentioned yeah. Pastor Yates. I miss him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I miss him so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yates um, was, huh? He was, he was, uh, he was a goat, man. Like yeah. in the same Oh man, uh, yeah. he definitely, definitely was. Yeah. Um, I um, it was. Oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. So, so first of all, those of you who follow me, uh, you may have noticed I am no longer on Facebook, and that is because my Facebook uh, personal account was hacked, and someone apparently posted something that went against Facebook's. Um, community guidelines even though I had two-factor authentication set up my account was hacked and Facebook uh, disabled my personal account Uh, I am still on Instagram but uh, my personal account has been disabled and I haven't this I I don't know if I want to start another one or not just because Facebook's platform is not very secure so I don't know if I want to go back to Facebook but when I was on Facebook I saw you like vacationing. I was like, okay, then, brother Larry. (laughs) (laughs) I I was so happy to see that because I have so many pastors 
who tell me they don't know how to take a vacation. Like, I don't know. I don't know when my last vacation was and I don't know when I could take one. Yeah. Let them know how you take a vacation, sir. Well, my, my wife is like a, a vacation planner. Uh, <laughs> not a professional one, but, you know, she's... Uh, She's always looking at travel channels. She's always on YouTube looking at, you know, other people's trips. Right. And so we made it uh, like a family staple, man. Like, you yeah. know, before COVID, we were trying to just see the world, like try to hit every continent, you know, every year. And then, you know, after we hit every continent, uh, start all over again, go see a different part uh, of the continent. And so, uh, man, that time away is just like you just, I mean, I got a strong support system with family, man. So the kids are okay and we're able to, just like relax, release. Uh, and then I think what it teaches me too, though, man, is like life goes on when you're not there. Right. The church, That's what I was going to ask. The church goes on when you're not there. Right. Everything goes on when you're not there, but you need that time away to reset. Like I literally, like I can, I can feel the reset. Like when I get back, I, I feel like I'm just ready to conquer, right. ready to, you know, uh, you know, to, to strategically think, uh, to dream like you know it's just like man but can you just imagine like if you just had a lifetime with just grind 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 right. no time that man it's just like wow you're most you're most effective when you're rested and uh when you're uh you know when I'm if I if I'm going into a fight man I don't want nobody that's like you know this is like you know weary and <laughs> worn out like I want to give me a fresh you know exactly <laughs> well, look, exactly vibrant uh soldier man i don't want nobody that's just been on the battlefield <laughs> <laughs> never took a break like you know, you know right you know. so yeah. tell and, me when you when you tell me how did that planning go because again i have pastors who said i can't i can't take a vacation i don't i don't know what to do so i, I will say I, i'm gonna be honest with you man a lot of the uh the planning i the biggest part for me is just submitting to the the will of the vacation uh, a lot of the planning aspect of it, I will, I will say this, my wife. So I just, you know, I don't even get involved. Like, I don't even know where we're going. I just, I well, just not, know, like, do I, when do I need to have it, my bags packed? And, right. Uh, well, not so uh, much the planning of the vacation, the but planning. the planning with your team. So how does that conversation go? Uh, I try to do it at the same time every year. Okay. And so they, they kind of know, like, pastor's going to be out, you know, these two weeks or whatever, he's going to be uh, out. So it's, I, I try to do it at the same time every year. Perfect. And typically, uh, like around springtime for me, um, I'm not, I mean, I'm not opposed to uh, the winter or whatever, because I mean, it's hot somewhere in the world, like, you know, the <laughs> right. um, but, you know, just kind of just, uh, you know, my team, I encourage them to do the same. Like, so it's like, okay, Pastor, you go, go. And, uh, and then you get back, you know, we go, go. Like, you know, so, right. Um, and so, um, it, it's just a case, every, everybody knows the, uh, the benefit, uh, and I mean, like, it's like a mental benefit, a health benefit. It's just like spiritual benefit. Like it's, you know, because if, if not, you become irritable, yes. you know, hard to be around. They'd be like, oh, pastor here today. Let me close my door. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so man. happy you said that. Um, yeah. And so what you're saying is you have some some sort of conversation was had with your team and they right. expect you right. to be gone and they handle things. Because when you came back, the church was still yeah. going. Yeah. yeah. It didn't shut down. Life was still going. And 
you know, one of my trustees, I was getting ready to, to get to board my plane. You know, he sent me a text message. He was just like, we got this. You know, we got this. There you go. <laughs> but I mean, that's just, I trust my team now. I mean, I really trust my team. Like, you know, a lot of, a lot of people on my team was drafted by me. Like, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, um, some people left or whatever, man, but the people that are on the team kind of, they know how, they know how I roll. They know the work I put in and they're, they're not, this is what you got to be careful of, man. They're not jealous of, uh, you know, of, if I experience any success, they celebrate it. Uh, right. you know, even with a vacation, like they like, right. pastor, you need it. You don't need people around it. Where do you think he going? And, you know, because <laughs> you, know, you got people, some people do that. Like, you yeah. know, like. But you gotta you gotta learn how to put a you know <laughs> some cotton in your ear, man. And, Absolutely. And like, go and enjoy. And I just I think after the first trip for me, because I, I think you really just have to kind of like um almost in a way you gotta you gotta just plan uh uh to do it. And once you do it and see the benefit, just break the ice. That's what I'll say. Jump uh, in the pool. I'm almost, almost scared, man. It's it's cold. You put your toe in the pool, like ah. Oh, but once you get over that initial jump, man, you start to enjoy it. And exactly. So I would say to pastors, man, that that might be you know uh, skeptical about doing it, wondering if the church will fall apart while you're gone, man. Go, and you will see that everything that you worried about that might happen, it won't happen, and you'll yep. be more. <laughs> exactly. And if, and if it does. It if it does happen, you have to really pray about, is this the place that I'm supposed to be? Right. <laughs> now, see, now that's the conversation we don't want to have. Yeah, we don't want to have it. We don't <laughs> yeah, wanna we don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I'm so happy you said that. I, Because I, I've had this so much. And I also try to encourage my clients to take daily breaks. Mm -hmm. um, a couple of days off during the week. Mm -hmm. And then a vacation once right. or twice during the year. I mean, that's that's what you would do in corporate America. Right. Right. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and it, you got You need to do the same thing as a pastor as well. Right. You got to. You got yeah. to. Yeah. You, you just have to. So yeah. I am so happy. It's so much more I want to say, but I'm not going to. I try not to go over an hour. Can I say this real quick? Yes, I, please. I don't think that, past, well, I know that they do. But we're really, I, I used to, I didn't like to watch cowboy movies, but my dad watched them, my granddad watched them. And, and you, you look at like uh, how cowboys kind of handled the herd. Um, there, was a, there, was a, there was a particular cow, cowboy that kind of went ahead of the herd to kind of to scope out where they're going. He was, he was by himself. Nobody went with him. He was just kind of like alone. He goes out and he finds the next move, the next pasture, where where the flock is getting ready to go. It's a he's isolated. He's by himself. Wow. He's going to find where we're going. Hmm. A lot of times, man, like, you know, I had to get on my staff sometime, man. I, they, they were like, man, Pastor, you don't, you know, you only come, you might come in three days a week. You might come in two days a week. And you know, I I had to tell them like, what if what if I didn't come in no days a week? Like, you know, with you seeing me, does that does that signify that because you don't see me, I meant, does that mean that I'm not working? Does that not, does that mean that I'm not in my place? Because ultimately my goal is to take this flock. Where are we going next? Wow. And sometimes that walk isn't with a crowd. Sometimes that walk is alone. Like, you know what I mean? And I need to be able to hear God clearly and, and, and get the direction and see where we're going. 
um, and and without without apology. Like you know, like this is like what I'm called to do. Like a lot of time, man, people don't really write. Most effective pastors have a lot of quiet time, a lot of quiet time with yeah. God, man, and they're able to hear uh, clearly and then come back and you know to to a strong team and say, hey, this is where we're going. Exactly. But he can't do it if he's clouded. He got to do this A, B, C, D, this and that. And then so now the church is stagnated because you never gave him time to think or allow God to show him like, what's the next move? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that was good. Oh, now, now I'm going to go find some cowboy movies. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to watch it with my dad too. I didn't like cowboy movies at all. Right, right. Yeah, but I I never picked up on that. That was good. I need to just let you preach. No, hey, I'm what else you got? I'm, I'm good. See? I'm good. Fight me back. I'll come back for session B. I will. I sure will. I absolutely <laughs> will. Oh my goodness, that was so so good. <laughs> I'm just. I just need to let. I just need to sit with that for just a minute. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Clarity is everything. And clarity, like one of my mentors, his church books him a flight. Like he lives in Alabama. They book him a flight to LA just for him to get to the airport in LA and fly back to Alabama. And all this is in one day because he thinks best while he's in the air. But wow. when they send him, just to think, like, you know, doesn't even have a suitcase. Just get on the plane, just out in a note, in a, a book bag and a notebook, just to, the, the whole flight is all about him being able to write, think, work through things mentally. Um, it's so important, man. Yeah. It's so important. <laughs> yeah, it really yeah. is. I take my clients through um, a breathing exercise. And at wow. first they're like, I breathe every day. Like, what do you, what is this? But right. once they sit quiet, and most of them, they've never sat quiet, quietly. Wow. They just, they're constantly going. And just to sit and breathe, right? it is foreign. Yeah, yeah. And then after yeah. they've done it a few times, they're, they feel renewed and refreshed. They're like, wow. I'm like, yeah, that's something you could do every day. Just some deep breaths in. And then out. Right. Yeah. It just instantly resets. And it really, I, I like that. You you do you have to get away. And a lot of the clients that have been working with me is just to get them away from their norm and to have that moment to think. Yeah. Moment to not constantly do and, and I'm telling you, the first week is hard. Cause they just yeah. want to do things <laughs> they can't sit still but right. after that they're like okay all right i went yeah. back home family's great the church was good i can't i can't step away right yeah everything's most, gonna be all right <laughs> definitely most definitely most definitely i love that so much um can you please tell everyone where they can find you there is a alarm going off, and I hate that this is going to be a podcast. That's okay. That's all right. Okay. It's real right. life. There it is. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Facebook, Larry Watson Jr. Uh, also, Larry Watson Jr. Music. Uh, also, on Instagram, it's Larry Watson Jr. Music. Um, you can contact me 
uh, via our webpage, uh, inglewoodonline.com. Uh, you can leave a message for me there. Any one of those social media sites, I'm, I'm trying to get it. I got, my son got me set up on TikTok. I don't really use it that much uh, uh, per se, uh, but but we, we're we're uh, we're trying to be more socially savvy. savvy you know I know, what I mean? right? It's hard. I feel like on TikTok, I just started um, another TikTok. I had a previous one and I let that one go. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna start another one. And I keep saying I'm gonna I'm jump in the TikTok pool. Mm-mm. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just can't bring myself to do it. I got some interesting music coming up, coming out, man. I'm I'm actually kind of going more towards like wedding wedding music, like uh, uh, music that speaks to marriages. Nice. And, um, and so, I think the best way to promote this is gonna it's gonna have kind of have like a uh, you know you kind of kind of have like the edginess. They're gonna like yeah. oh, that's the same that kind of music. But I'm like, when I'm with my wife, I don't want to hear uh, Amazing Grace. Like I want to. <laughs> Also, man, I and be honest with you, I'm not really, really impressed with uh with today's uh music scene compared to you know our music scene. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, uh, that is so true. I'm not either. Yeah, um, yeah. I yeah. remember uh Fred Hammond did something mm-hmm. like that back in the day, uh, like a love right. I don't even know what to call it, like a love gospel album or something to that that effect. I don't know what it was called, but I remember him doing something like that. And he said the same thing. I think, yeah. I don't think he's married now, but at the time he was like, you know, I don't want to be listening to no rock of ages with <laughs> trying to get, get with my wife. Like, <laughs> so he had to create it. And so, and, and that was, years ago i don't think anything's come out since so i'm very happy you're doing that well i think i think common is right i think the church is in a different place i think um i think i think man people are really understand that there's life beyond uh the church and don't get me wrong i'm not like an abuser of god's grace but I, I i think that life when he said that you could have life and have life more abundantly a lot of stuff that we um we put a lot of rules and stipulations on was probably certain things that he was meant meant for us to meant, meant to enjoy. Like, you know what I mean? And so, right. um, you know, it's just, you know, I just think it's a different time because even with Fred, like when Fred did it, it's almost like every, after every song he had to like lace it with like, try to right. try to lace it with scripture. Like, okay, <laughs> let me tell you why I'm, I'm doing this. Like, man, nah, bro. Like read Song of Solomon, like read, right. uh, you know, like, it's like you know, it's we didn't make uh, love and companionship. That's right. something that made. Like, and we shouldn't have to like try to explain that and give a bunch of scriptures about it. Like, right. I mean, he, he made us. Like, I mean, and uh, it's not good for man to be alone. He said it. Like, I mean, it's like you know, and so you know, just just in that way, I just think that you know, he would want us to express ourselves with our gifts. And so, pray for me. That's all. That's all I say. I just will. I will pray for you. I am so happy you're doing that. You got to let me know. I'm going to have to bring you back on to talk about that because <laughs> it's so needed. So needed. Yeah. So let me let me know um, yeah. when that drops as well. But that's all I have. Did you have anything else you wanted to share? I'm good. Y'all invite me back. We'll, we'll talk I will. I will. Oh, this is a blessing. I really appreciate it. I really thank you for the opportunity. I, I'm just very grateful. You know, I was, I was like, he better call me back because he's gonna (laughs) gotta get him on here (laughs) but thank you
you so much. I have been so blessed to have some amazing, amazing pastors and ministry leaders come on and you're at the top of the list. Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored. I'm honored. You're, wow. You're definitely at the top of the list. Oh. I appreciate you coming on. Um, I already know that yeah. um, you have helped some of your colleagues. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's what yeah. That's what we hear. Like, let's absolutely, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I hope my time was not in vain. I'm afraid it was. It, it was not. It was not. It was definitely not in vain. So I am going to end it here. You stay on, but I'm going to end it here. So everyone, that is all, and I will see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Burned Out Preacher Podcast. And make sure you are following me on Instagram. I'm at Burnout Coach Mo. And I would love, love, love to hear from you. So make sure you send me a DM and say hi. And let me know if this podcast has been helpful. Also, it would be very helpful if you would leave a five-star rating for this podcast, as it will really, really help other ministry leaders find this podcast so it can help them also. If you leave a rating, make sure you take a screenshot and send me a DM so I can personally thank you. Again, thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.